Hey guys, you're listening to Geek World. We are your superhero super hosts, anime, mistress of the dork, and the man who never stops talking, Dave! Don't forget, if you want to get in touch with us, you can leave us a comment on uh, YouTube, you can check out our website, you can go to our Instagram, we are at Geek World Radio, geekworldradio.com, and uh, yeah. All, all things Geek World Radio. All things Geek World Radio. Today we are talking about a Guy Ritchie movie and a Jason Statham movie. They're all together. All rolled into one. All rolled into one. Who would have expected it? <laughs> Except, you know, the fact that there are multiple movies that Jason Statham is in that are Guy Ritchie movies, but yes, this is a Jason Statham starring mm-hmm. movie that Guy Ritchie made. It's and it is all Statham, all the time. And, and it's in it LA. It's in LA this time true, instead of true. like they usually are in England. So this yeah. is great. Yeah, Wrath of Man. Uh, this is this is an interesting one. Uh, let's get into it. Let's so get into it. Basically, uh, this movie is about armored cars. It's yeah. the interesting world of armored cars. Imagine the town, but with more armored cars. Right. And yeah. not that good yeah oh, sorry yeah. i just oh. said that that no, was too no, soon no it, that was it, too soon it, was it though was it no i didn't develop i didn't even give it time to develop you know it's okay it's okay yeah. uh that you know i wish i wish i had positive things to say about this movie yes. because i love me a jason statham movie oh yeah I love a lot of the cast, like, you know, seeing Jeffrey Donovan, I was super excited. His name popped up. I think he, it took, like, an hour, two hours into the movie for him to get there. Is yeah. it a four-hour movie? It, it felt it, like it. It did, didn't it? I kept on wondering, like, was this made for, like, I, I kept on wondering if this was made purely for the VOD. Yeah, basically, after, after, uh, Zack Snyder has changed everything. Mm-hmm. After the, uh, Snyderverse cut... Uh, I'm sorry, after the Snyder Cut and uh, Army of the Dead, that was far too long yeah. for what it was. I was like, is every movie four hours now? What's going on? Yeah. Uh, also, weirdly enough, and this says a lot of weirdness about me, one of the draws of me wanting to see this movie was that Josh Hartnett was in it. You know, I, I like Josh Hartnett. I, like, I can't help it. I was like, Josh Hartnett. I mean, this is a guy who, like, I hated through the early 2000s because he just kind of showed up and they kept on putting him in, like, triple a movies yeah. as the lead and he was not good and then all of a sudden like he walked away from hollywood and i was yeah. like and then he came back a little bit i'm like i started rooting for the guy lucky number 11 lucky number 11 i think was what turned it around for me with him yeah. because it was just the right role where he just got to play kind of sullen yeah and like he didn't have to have much personality it, and it worked really well and then he was in that showtime show and he dreadful he was really good he in was that. great in that yeah it, and i what I realized is that, you know, when he's around the right actors, he does really well. Because, you know, with that one, with uh, Lucky Number 11, it was Bruce Willis, it was it was uh, Lucy Liu, you know, he was able to play off them really well, and, you know, it, he just did a good job. And, and well, so, yeah, it was, it was nice to see him in this. Yeah, well, I mean, I think, you know, with Josh Hartnett, it's sort of like, imagine if, like, right after Twilight, you know, Arpats, like, did the smart thing and did a bunch of, like, interesting roles in smaller movies. He mm-hmm. sort of went the Johnny Depp route. Imagine if after Twilight, like, Arpats, like, starred in a giant Michael Bay movie where he was the lead or, like, starred in some other huge movie where he was the guy with the gun, you know? Yeah. And we would all been like... This guy sucks. Like, screw this guy, you know? But instead, like, he won us over with these smaller, more interesting roles. And I think Josh kind of got thrown into, like, these giant movies. And we were just like, no. Yeah. Like, well, like, I, like Black Hawk Down was a better example. I was like, no, no, mm-mm, not following mm-hmm. this guy. No way. Um, but, uh, but oh, in 30 Days a Night, he was also awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, 
Josh Hartnett was in this movie. We have now, this is just the Josh Hartnett episode well, of, this, uh, of but, World. But this should tell you everything that you need to know. <laughs> We're talking about a Jason Statham movie, oh, yeah. and here we are talking about Josh Hartnett. Yeah. Now, when I see a Jason Statham movie, I want one of two things. Yes. I want either Jason Statham, Jason Statham-ing, yes. or I want Jason Statham acting, because we always forget that Jason Statham is actually a good actor, and when they let him do, like, like was it Bank, the Bank Heist, or whatever that, that movie? Yeah, Bank Heist, he, he yeah. He can be a really good actor. Yeah. Which is always a surprise, but but he's good. In this, well, he didn't I think get he can to be, be either. It's true. I think he can be a good actor in like how Charles Bronson could be a pretty good actor. Yeah. Like in like uh like the first Death Wish or a few other things. Like I think like I think where Statham shines, obviously. Well, so they don't want him in Shakespeare, but like No, exactly that's what I'm saying. That's <laughs> yeah. what, that's what I was like, well, let's hold your horse yeah, a little. No, no, I mean, no. There's there's a there are certain roles that are right for him to play, but but where he actually gets to show off some acting chops because yeah. he can. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, he's like he's awesome. Yeah. Like, but I also play, think the places he shines more recently, obviously, are in like more comedic action. Roles. Absolutely. No, he like and I like, like I said, I like to see Jason Statham, Jason Statham-ing. Yeah. And that, that includes both the comedy side and the action side. Now, the action side in this was a lot of bang-bang-gun moves. Kind of, yeah. But, yeah, but yeah. not cool ones, just being really slick with the gun and shooting a lot of people, yeah. like, straight in the head. But yeah. but not doing anything cool and not action-y Jason statham Yeah, no, it's weird. It's not really like Jason Statham uh, transporter. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, as the years go on, like, um, you know, certain actors who are action guys, like, you know, I, I don't want to compare him to anybody that, like, is not as cool as him, but sometimes action stars, years go on, they're, they're just not doing a whole lot in their movies anymore. Yeah. Well, and, and yeah, and so it, it was a very, very subdued role, which didn't feel right for Jason Statham. Now, according to IMDb, um, one of their little pieces of trivia is that... Uh, Originally or, or early on, Sandra Bullock was supposed to be starring in this movie. <laughs> which, okay, which that's weird. Ha- it is, but it also kind of would have been, I think, more interesting because you don't expect her to be like, yeah, you know, I, I don't expect a lot of action from her. But it would be cool to see her, you know, go in and just shoot some guys in the head, assuming that that was the role that she was going to be playing. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, I, you know, this movie is weird so first off it is between both Guy Ritchie movies and Jason Statham movies I would say with the two of them combined it is the most humorless of both of all their movies yes like it was not funny not at all like like, and and listen I'm not asking for a joke per minute over here but even movies like the Departed that are very serious have humor in them well I I remember in the beginning when, when he was first you know walking around the the armored car place when they were bringing him in, there were all these moments that it seemed like were supposed to be jokes, yeah. and they just didn't hit. They Not at fell all. So flat. They were they were just so poorly timed, poorly done, and again, this this it didn't feel like Jason Statham getting a chance to be Jason Statham and, yeah. and having any sort of fun doing this. Yeah, no, he's really kind of like the a, a vehicle of like of 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 just being a movie star, but not actually doing anything like it's funny like i can see wanting to do this role because you think oh my god it's dark and it's cool and it feels dramatic but then they shoot it and they edit it and all of a sudden it's just kind of there like it's not like you don't watch and you're like oh my god this was jason's moment to shine as an actor you're like they just took jason statham basically that title sequence of the movie where it's just like jason statham's giant (laughs) head with like weird graphics over it 
is kind of what the movie is. It's a perfect representation of like, you get Statham, but you don't get any of the stuff you love about Statham. Yeah. He's just kind of there. Yeah. Now, there are some, some interesting things that, that you thought would come into play that you thought might make it an interesting movie. So, you know, one of the things is, like you said, it's Jason Statham. He's working as a, you know, an armored car guy, but there's more, there's more to it than that. Yeah. You know, so. I think we can say a little, a little, yeah. a little bit so, more So, first off, let me say that that it does a stupid thing where it keeps on going back and forth in time. It does a lot of that. And it, it just, it doesn't feel necessary, like, the, the amount that they did it. It yes. felt like there could have been a better way to tell the story. Yeah, two weeks ago, three months ago, four weeks that later, it's then, like, Then again, whoa. three months back again. And yeah. yeah. Uh, so so there's, there's that. But... What we do find out is that, you know, Jason Statham, he's he's not just, you know, a guy that went to work at an armored car place. Yeah. He went to work there because he's trying to find out information. Yeah. Because, you know, he was actually part of a, a crew himself that, that hits banks uh, or hits armored well, cars. And... I, I think we can say, like, without it being too spoiler, he's on a mission of revenge in yeah. this movie. And, and it is a revenge movie, 100%, um, without giving anything else away. And, and I... And I appreciate that. Like, I love me a good revenge movie. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But they also, I don't feel like it's, um, they spend so much time trying to, like, keep things under wraps and then revealing stuff to you that by the time anything's revealed to you, nothing feels earned. Yeah. And, it, and also, you don't, I'm not going to give away anything about the ending, but all I can say is I didn't feel satisfied. Sure. I, there was so much about the ending that didn't feel satisfying. Now, like I said, one of the one of the interesting things was, you know, he's on a mission of revenge. He was a part of, of his own, you know, crew. Uh-huh. Okay. That comes into play early on. They seem really interesting. There could have been some really cool things done with them. There weren't. Yeah. The, it was it was a completely wasted opportunity. And I think that's one of the things that, about this movie for me, that so much of it was purely wasted opportunity. Yeah, you know, I feel like Guy Ritchie is kind of like a, a director in a bit of a crisis of identity right now. Because yeah. I'm watching the movie and I'm like, okay, it feels like he like examined all the movies he's ever made and was trying to do everything that he wasn't doing. I felt like he, like, I think he was like, oh man, my movies rely too much on like, on like witty, interesting dialogue. So let's get rid of that. Yeah. It like like there's too many camera tricks. The camera's doing too many cool things. Let's get rid of that. Yeah. You know, like like all, all the things where like someone's doing a heist breakdown and there's a cool little speech and it's editing and it's going all over the place, you know. That's been done to death. Let's get rid of that. And all of a sudden, like, sure, in a way it's like cool that you're trying something different, but in another way it's it, movies interesting. Well, and not just that, but like if I sat down and watched that movie from the beginning with no credits, I would have no idea. You could have put a gun to my head. I would have never guessed Guy Ritchie made that movie. And I don't mean that as a compliment, by yeah. the way. I don't mean that as like, wow, like, look at that. Because there was nothing in it that was like, wow worthy. Honestly, it to me, it felt like sort of a, a Jason Statham movie where the director was kind of trying to be like Nicholas Vindig Refn, like trying to make a slightly darker crime movie. Mm -hmm. But also, like, it wasn't, you know, as stylistic as someone like Nicholas Vindig Refn. It's just yeah. kind of like... Yeah, there was no style to it, really. Yeah. Like, and that's that's the thing. It's like, however you feel about a Guy Ritchie movie, they have a style to them. Yes. And they, there's a coolness and a style to them. And you might not like them, and you might not like his thing. Yeah. But but this had none of that. Now, this is a, a remake of... Um, of a, of a, I believe, a French movie. Okay. Uh, yeah, a French thriller called Cash Truck from Kill. 2004. Love starring it. Uh, Jean Dujardin. Um, Sick. 
They yeah. should have called this cash truck. I know, that right? That so cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's great. I, you know, listen. So <laughs> let's move on from the fact that uh, it's it's not good and Jason Statham doesn't get a chance to shine. Okay. I also think that, like, a lot of the acting is just overall that? not great <laughs> considering, like, there's considering, like, you know, there's some good actors in it. So first yeah. off, I want to be honest. They, <laughs> they did this thing where, like, you're trying to figure out who a undercover bad guy is it, it could have been more telegraphed oh my God. like to, to like if you've ever sat down and ever watched any crime show ever and i'm talking from like perry mason through any nci i guess csi movie you're pretty aware of who the bad guy yeah. is in this movie there's just no way you wouldn't be uh so there's that uh but then also it's like like nobody so there's some like good actors in this right like um uh well, are there good actors? There's some. Like, I, I okay like Jeffrey Donovan a lot. Jeffrey Donovan's like a good actor. He's fine in it, you yeah. know. But he's he, not doesn't, really... he doesn't really get a chance to sh- to to do much. Yeah, yeah. not a chance to do much at all. Laz Alonso from The Boys is in oh, it. I like him a lot. He's hardly in yeah. it. Like you couldn't even say like, oh wow, look at him. You know, uh, yeah, I like I like Josh Hartnett. The role was not great, but it was also a very different role. But he usually plays a more stoic character. Mm-hmm. And he was kind of playing like the jerk. Yeah. Which is kind yeah, of interesting. Like, it's funny because they, they played him off like the, the dummy, but yeah. they mostly just had him be a jerk. It would have been better again, he should have been a little bit more comic relief. Yes, I agree. But the real, But there was no comedy. There was no comedy, no, that that would not have been allowed in this movie. But I will say, um, we need to have we need to talk. We need to talk about Scott. Poor, oh poor, God. poor Scott Eastwood. Well, poor us for having to sit through him. I gotta be honest. I don't want to be a jerk. And I don't want to make this about nepotism because there are a lot of great actors that are the kids and or relatives of other famous people. Scott Eastwood, he won the genetic lottery, looks great. Looks just like his dad. <laughs> um, but I... I've never seen him in anything he's been good in. Yeah. And honestly, it's kind of getting worse. Like, do you remember they tried to add... Well, what movie did they try to add him into? Was it Transformers or was it Fast and Furious? It was Fast and Furious, right? Mm-hmm. They tried to add him into the last one. He was just kind of there. Uh, and, God, he's just not good. No. He's playing this kind of villainous character in it. And you're just like... You're waiting for that little bit of, like, something that we can connect to. And, man, it's just not there. No, it's not. And it's unfortunate because, you know, when you get a hero like Jason Statham, you gotta have a a bad guy who's, like, equal in sort of, like, oh, you gotta really hate him, or you gotta really, or you gotta think he's, like, cool, and, and like, and, oh, there's gonna be this epic fight between them, you know? There's gotta be something like that. And I'm just sitting here, like, he's not even in the same movie. No. He's, like, doing some other weird movie that I don't even want to watch. Yeah, yeah, no, like, he was, he was just kind of a dick. And yeah. just kind of crazy. Yeah. But it also he, like he didn't really get anything anything out of him. Like it was all kind of told to you. Yeah, and also it's kind of like you know when you're watching like Transformers and uh and uh, Starscream is just sitting is just sti- sitting there in the open, totally betraying Megatron. Oh, yeah. And yet, like, Megatron's like, shut up, Starscream, and they all just kind of move on. That's what he was like. Yes. Like, he's part of this crew, and he's clearly going to double-cross well, them he, all. He's pretty much just 
screwed them over at every turn and done everything he hasn't he he's not supposed to, and they don't kick him out. No, and they're, they're all just like, like, and and then like, and Jeffrey Donovan's character is like, no, we can trust him yeah. in the end. No, you can't. He's a soldier. I'm like, guys, this guy. They literally, I know they had to like, because he couldn't act. They had to like make him look evil, so they gave him like a scar. So it kind of looked like Scar from Lion King. And I'm over here, and I'm just like. This is no, this is not good, guys. No. And the problem with the movie is, is I spent it took me to watch the entire movie. You knew you knew that you were miserable for the whole movie. Oh, I yeah. can tell. But there are little things in this movie that I really enjoyed. There were like little pockets of stuff that I was like, oh wow, that could have been cooler if they did more with that, or if the movie was just about that. Yeah. Well, like I said, you know. <laughs> Jason Statham had a crew, a really interesting crew. Yeah. There was some interesting... There was a part where, where they came in, you know, and, and they were there for very briefly, yeah. uh, like, during the course of things, and they should have been brought back in an interesting way. Yeah. I know it's a spoiler, but they, they, I was gonna say, not. I was going to say, I literally was sitting here going, she's just going to spoil something. You're not good at spoiler-free reviews. Whatever. They... they it's, it's a part of the problem in this. Like, <laughs> yeah, because you... because that's an interesting thing. And I'm telling people, don't wait for the interesting thing. It doesn't happen. <laughs> it's Nothing uh... interesting happens. Well, yeah, no, mostly. I mean, they, 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 they literally tell you what's going to happen and then it happens. Yeah, yeah, no, it's true. Overall, you're right. You're not wrong. Like, I mean, nothing unexpected happens. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Kind of, I was yeah. So bored. It's pretty boring. Oh God, I was it's so bored. bored. Yeah, no, and that's ultimately the problem is you know you get a director like Guy Ritchie where um, he's had his failures. I mean, his King Arthur movie was <laughs> horrible. Yeah, it was such a bad. It was so many bad decisions. Uh, but he's also made some really cool movies that sure. we've liked. You know, his Sherlock movies are good. A lot of his early crime movies are good. And so, you know, he's not, he's not, it's not that he can't make good movies. And Statham is like a crowd pleaser. Right. Like, honestly, you don't have to do a lot for me to love a Jason Statham movie. Honestly, he just needs to be Jason Statham. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and they even kind of failed at that in this movie, which is like startling. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know what to say about this. I feel like... If you really, really like crime dramas, and that's like your thing, mm-hmm. and you just you're gonna watch a crime drama no matter what, then yeah, you should watch it because it's a crime drama. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, I feel like it was really smart putting this out right when people are able to get back to movies. And like, no made, matter what, they no had to go. What, they yeah, had to go. Yeah. It made a lot more money than it probably sure. should, and and it 100%. probably is gonna do better overseas where they can't tell how bad the acting is. Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. And you know, and there's a few like action moments that are kind of okay, but honestly, it's not really. It, it didn't. It didn't do a lot. Yeah. Honestly, it, the movie relied a lot on a developing story that ultimately didn't really feel fulfilling. There's there's a lot in this movie where I was going, if they had done this, it could have been interesting. If they had done that, it could have been interesting. Instead, like I said. They tell you what's going to happen, and then it just happens, and it's boring. I will say, however, if you are a giant Post Malone fan and would like to uh, see a movie that features Post Malone... As a tiny cameo? Hey, well, spoiler alert again. He could have been, like, third star of this movie, nobody knows. And now they know, because he spoiled it. Yeah, I don't want to force people to watch this movie for Post Malone. Wow. I want... I kind of... I think that would be funny. I think you just want people to join in our misery? Kind of, yeah. I think if anybody were to watch a movie purely for Post Malone, they kind of deserve to sit through this entire movie. But there you go. Yeah, you ruined it. You ruined it. But he's not. Well, you, you ruined I my know, whole thing. I am a better person than 
than you. <laughs> no, you're not. You've been spoiling this movie for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, so they don't have to watch it. <laughs> well, then why are we even reviewing it? I don't know. It's so true. they don't have to watch it, is, yeah. is what you would say. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so anyway, uh, we're at the Mad. It's out. You can go to the theater to see it if you... Uh, or not. If you're vaccinated or if you want to get on VOD. You know, listen, it's got a lot of people that you might know. Yeah. And it's... And you've probably seen a Guy Ritchie movie, and you've most certainly seen a Jason Statham movie. It's, so. it's getting into summer if you need somewhere to go with air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, anything else it's, you want to say about Wrath of Man? It's a movie. It is a movie. Yeah, yeah. there you go. So, um, good job yeah. to made it, because you guys you made a movie. And, Way to go. And it's there. It it's is. It's there. All right, cool. Well, uh, thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye.